The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, 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 hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. It's our day after Christmas show. I hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas. Before we get started, let's say hi to everybody. And uh, before we get going, let's first shout out to our cool, outrageous man about town host, Mr. Ron Russell, in his beautiful shirt. Please. I'm exhausted. I'm hungover. I'm bloated. I look like crap. Parties, martinis, late hours, it shows in your face. As far as the shirt goes, it was given to me by Jimmy for Christmas, and it's beautiful. It's got little sequin designs and velvet on black. But I've learned one thing in show business. Before you wear something on the air, be sure it works. You know, we say, does the, does the dress dance or does the jacket work? It's a stiff material, so when I sit, it sort of puckers and it lifts, and it's totally uncomfortable. <laughs> it's definitely a standing up shirt, not a sitting down shirt. So there you go. But anyway, we had a wonderful Christmas full of joy and fun and parties and presents and our daughters. It was just a wonderful time. And I hope everybody out there had a great time, too. B says it's still Christmas in Germany. Hey, B. Uh, Jimmy from formerly of the Aquarius View is in the chat room. Eileen Shapiro is in the chat room. Oh, and we forgot to say hi to Chad, our man behind the boards. What's Chad, up, Chad? What's Chad, going Chad, on, Chad. fellas? What's going on? I'm bloated and full of food like Ron yeah, was. You, like, too. It's disgusting. Uh, but the, it's be, the, the very nice Christmas <laughs> present I got, I have cousins in Genoa, Italy. They're first cousins. And I used to visit them with my kids when my kids were like 14 years old. And my cousin Lalia and I had a bit of a falling out. Well, for reasons that were good reasons for me. But anyway, we hadn't <laughs> spoken for 35, 40 uh, years. I don't know how many years it's been. They finally found me on Facebook. How nice. they found me this under, morning. Yeah, they found me under Ron Russell. I'll never know because that's not my real name. It's my stage name. But anyway, uh, I want to just say to my cousins, um, Buona Natale and... Uh, La, La Nova Anno. How do you say Happy New Year in Italian? I forgot. Yeah, me. Buona Nova Anno. Got me too, Chad. Because now Sounds they're good. looking at us from Genoa, Italy. Cool. So we're there also. We're all over. You know, anybody can really get us because we're, uh, we transmit the whole world. It's just that a lot of countries don't understand English, so they don't come in. But the countries that do come in. So, Absolutely. So have you patched things up over 30 years now? Well, it's not a matter of patching up. You know, the reasons that were were basically um, 
I can't really discuss it right. because it's quite private. It, it has to do with my father's passing yeah. and he not being recognized as one of the sons of my grandmother. I see. Uh, therefore, he was never entitled. My grandmother was very wealthy. No. She owned property. She owned vineyards. She owned a, a wine country. She bottled her own wine. It was sold. Cool. They had two beautiful homes, one in Genoa on the ocean and then the other one up in Castellero Quiero, which is up in the country. And my father was never included in any of the... Uh, inheritance. 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 Yeah, my father couldn't care less. But it was just a matter of principle. And they said that yeah. there was... You know, anyway, it was a lot of crap. I wouldn't go into all that. I wouldn't go into it. It's so many years ago, <laughs> and my father... And, like, I don't really need that crap. Do I? I mean, I would have liked the house in Italy because that would have been fun if I had rights to it. Sure. So we could have gone there, you know, to visit and, and, and have a place to stay. But that never happened. But anyway, you forgive all and you forget all. And yep. here I am in Palm Springs, a famous movie star. <laughs> no, here I am in Palm Springs, a famous TV personality with the best man in the world, Jimmy Starr, and wonderful children. And I am indeed wealthy. More so in things than in money. Attaboy. People. There you, know, you go. Better, better, Buon better. Anno. Huh? B. Claudia says Buon Anno. And Ili Roos from Estonia just joined us. What's Buon Anno? Anno. Yeah, good, good, good. Buono is good. Good year. I, I want to say happy. Felicit, felicita di nuovo anno. I mean, that's long. But yeah. Yeah. Felicita un anno longo. New Year's. There you go. No. Anno nove. <laughs> Anyway, we had a very nice Christmas. I hope everybody else did too. Um, uh, on a on a crappy note of Christmas, I woke up Saturday morning with stomach pains and went to the hospital and oh, have Lord. two kidney stones that oh. I have not passed yet. Oh, <laughs> man. And he had That's me terrible. scared stiff. And so oh. I've been like, first of all, I've slept literally in the last three days. I slept like forty hours. Painful. Um, because like I'm in pain, right. and uh, so I we're here and I'm doing good right now. I'm on I'm on some kind of painkiller. <laughs> right. So he's going to be Jimmy outrageous. <laughs> no, well, I'm not going to be. I told him, you know, one stone is two millimeters and the other one's a little smaller. And I told him when he passes them, he has to urinate into a strainer. I will have little stud earrings made for him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, How about Christmas nice for you, Chad? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm a, I, Heather and I and the, the adults don't really do the presents thing. It's all for the kids and stuff. But, uh, you know, we feasted at her side, then went over to my side and feasted. And then the next day, we all came together and feasted. So I'm basically just coming out of a food coma for your show only. There you go. <laughs> well, yeah, thank you, Chad, because I'm only here for this show. I have to pull a piece of equipment over. Right. We just did everything last minute. And where'd the here fireplace go? You now Jenny has you went the to fireplace we're having problems with oh. because the, the vent is not working in the, the chimney and all the smoke came in and it dirtied the entire that brick wall. That was not a real fireplace, I thought. It is a real fireplace. Oh, because your logs never like went out or burned out. No, because they're gas. It's gas. <laughs> but the fire okay, is real. It. It's real okay. flames. Gotcha. The logs are, are fake. They're gotcha. made of concrete or something. I gotcha. You're not allowed to burn in California because of smog. So they got rid of all of the wood-burning fireplaces. Oh, it's against that's the good. law. 
if you already have one from years ago, it was grandfathered in, right. you're allowed. So sometimes we're driving around with the top down and I smell the sudden beautiful smell of wood burning and it makes you feel very, very Christmas. A little flashback. That's right. Christmas was nice. And I had an Aquaman Christmas. I got like every cool Aquaman toy possible, which right. for me is like a big deal because I love Aquaman. We're going to maybe go see that tonight or one of these nights soon. And um, I walked my feet off looking for stores that had different Aquaman, Aquaman, but I found them all. I didn't want to disappoint him. You know, I wanted to give him a shirt. I mean, we have so many shirts. We don't need that. Well, we have to for our show. You know, every week we wear a different show. So sometimes I have up to 300 show shirts that I put in a position so I know when I wear them that I haven't worn them the week before. You can't see mine, but mine's little stars. It's a polo shirt. And mine is beautiful. <laughs> it's black linen with velvet and sequins in it in some kind of a little sparkly design of roses or something. It's like a Neil Look, Diamond shirt. This, yeah, this shirt really is is a in-person shirt. It's not on television. I'll never wear it on television again. It just Yeah, because you can't you can see the sparkle, but you can't really tell what see, it is. You can't see I'm looks it looks looks like I spilt a, a spaghetti sauce or olive oil on my it shirt. It looks like you ran through a glitter factory. Well, that's nice. That would be fun. <laughs> Somebody says they saw oh uh, Jimmy says he saw all my toys on Twitter because I took pictures and put it on Instagram. Which yeah. I uh, I applied today to be verified on Instagram. Everybody, hold me, hold hold, hold your finger, cross your fingers for me. I want to get verified on Instagram. For what? What's verified? Huh? Verified for what? Verified the same way you get verified, like on Twitter and well, Facebook. For what? For what? For the homo of the year? <laughs> no, just to be verified. <laughs> verified for what? That's just what they call it to be verified. Like official. You, okay. you get a little blue. Yeah, you get a little blue check next to your name, so and that you're way. So verified. Big deal. What does that mean? Well, well, if you're if you have verified accounts, then like people who want you to promote their products will come to you because mm, um, oh, you're an influencer. Hello, verified people. We love you. We <laughs> so I'm trying to get verified so I can like because I I get a lot, I got a lot of followers, pretty lot of followers on there. Oh, good. Because we, we certainly need sponsors. <laughs> Yeah. Right, Chatty? That's so we're right. in front of our Christmas tree, and then when we come back, we'll have a new place next time. Uh, yeah, well, because the holidays will be over, and then we're getting ready for spring, and spring in Palm Springs is absolutely beautiful because the desert blooms with flowers that you've never seen in your life. The purples, the pinks, the yellows. Uh, it's just the most gorgeous display, especially if you go up to Joshua Tree where the famous cactus are. And when those cactus bloom, oh, my God, they're like orchids in the desert. So the desert's quite beautiful. It's not like people think it is, like you see in the movies, you know. It's just like the mountains are magnificent. And our It was house, 54 degrees last night. Yeah, but our house is surrounded by the mountains that have snow caps on them. And we're down here in the valley in 80 degrees of weather. And we tried to switch it around and sit on the couch today, Chad. But the lights come in from the outside things, and it made it too like bright and washed because out. Because we have uh -huh. walls of windows here. Yeah, because that's all windows. And this, the sun comes through, and it was causing whatever. You got to like But anyway, it. who's on our show today? We have two people coming on. We have Artie Hoffman coming on and Jason Prince. Oh, go away. Jason's coming on because I just needed a second. I needed a oh, guest. Oh, I love Jason. Are you kidding? And uh, Artie Hoffman is a Jewish psychic medium. And is he's a Jew with a clue, psychic medium to the stars. And, and that's his tagline, a Jew with a clue. <laughs> I like that. A Jew with a clue. That's good. I go for that. I love it. Uh, and they say it's cold in Germany. So everybody in the chat room, we hope everybody had a good time. We had a good time. Um... 
we went to a nice Christmas Eve party with a bunch of fun people, and we got another party Thursday night. And, uh, and in between all that, I've just been resting because I'm sick all the time, and Ron's not used to it, so he doesn't like to see me sick. Well, what I have to do now is I have to carry my own olives and olive juice with me. We went to Chris Bennett's house for a big, big to-do, no olives. I drink a dirty martini that's abs- that's the uh, kettle one and four olives and olive juice. Now we go to this other party at John Kelly's house, no olives, no olive juice. <laughs> then we leave and we go to Dennis's house, where 60 or 70 people are. Food is fabulous. Everything is there. No olives and no olive juice. <laughs> so I've come to the conclusion that a dirty martini is definitely a New York drink, and the Californians don't know it. Uh, Thomas Churchill, who's a dear friend of ours, never had one. And a couple of parties ago, I made him one, and he loves it. So now he's drinking it. He said, you know, I've never heard of a dirty martini. He's in New York right now. Yeah, well, I th- well drinking dirty martinis, I'm sure. There but everybody go. in New York knows a dirty martini. So it's California, they're winos. All they drink is wine, 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 wine. I'm Italian. Wine is with dinner. You don't drink wine at a cocktail party, but they do here in the States. Um, in Italy, you don't serve wine at a cocktail party because it's a, it's a food, it's a drink you do with food. I'm not drinking anything but water and cranberry juice. <laughs> and his belly went down. Yeah, my belly went down, Chad. That's probably because you stopped I haven't had throwing soda down in four or six that. liters per day of soda. I haven't had soda Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and that's my fifth day with no soda. Fact, and I swear my stomach's smaller. In fact, most than it likely was. it's those sodas that cause those stones too. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what they said. Really? And soda, <laughs> all the soda he drank, he was like a, a dirigible. You know, how do you say that? What? A dirigible. Oh, what? A dirigible. I don't know what that means. The the, the big things are f- full of gas that f- fly in the air. Oh, like the Hindenburg. Yeah, a, it's called a dirigible. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm I'm getting it's it just wrong. An air, airship. Yeah. No, it's called a dirigible. Right. A stupid word. I'm saying it incorrectly. I forgot what the word is. A dirigible. Well, yeah. What the word is. It's a dirigible. All right. Which is a helium-filled uh, a- uh, aircraft. Thing. Anyway. Except he was yes. carb- carbon-filled. <laughs> Carbonated. Yeah, that's, so, why, that's why the Hindenburg exploded. I have trouble, Chad, <laughs> drinking just plain water. So what I've been doing is taking lemonade and putting like 25% of the of the glass lemonade and the 75% water. Lemonade has sugar. Just, you just mean lemon and water? No, I did lemon and water too. I, I've been doing both. That's rough. I've been too. doing. Le- I, I mean, it's hard for me to get rid of sugar totally when I only drink sugar. Actually, um, you drink high. But he buys he buys the lemonade. Now we have a bucket filled with Italian lemons. But we don't have any mm. sugar. <laughs> yeah, just well, you're not supposed lemonade. to have sugar. Yeah, just make I can't have light, light and he sugared could, lemonade. We could, we could squeeze those Italian lemons. They're delicious. We have an Italian lemon tree. Yeah, and then I need, but I need sugar to go with them, and we don't yeah, have sugar. Get a little bit. Well, we, we have sugar. We have brown sugar. I'm not brown sugar in lemonade. That's gross. No, it's not. <laughs> it's it. a better sugar than the other sugar, than yeah, cane. cane sugar. Anyway, I can tell a difference, though. So I, it must be something in the carbonation, Chad. Well, the problem, Because too the carbonation is must bloat my stomach. You think there's sugar in soda, but there's not. It's high fructose corn syrup, which is basically from corn, and they just get the sweetness out of that. And that's usually genetically modified. Modified corn even worse, and uh, and all sorts of other stuff, and the gradients in them, them pops and stuff. So you'd be much better off with lemonade, even though lemon has a very high sugar content. When it changes its uh, properties in your body, yeah, it will still turn to sugar, but you'll be much better off than soda. So I would, yeah, maybe go with more of a lemonade 
sugar, lemon, yeah, that's and what water. I, that's what I'm like working on now, and and, and I'm drinking cranberry juice just because they said yep. cranberry juice is good for your kidneys. Yeah, I love cranberry juice. That's all I drink. So anyway, we got to call a guest, I guess, you guys. So what I thought we'd do is play a song, Chad. And our first guest is Artie, but I don't I don't know if we have him uh, confirmed yet. I sent you an email. No, I sent him an email saying he has to sign. Did you get the name that I said you it's under? No. Oh, hold on. Artie July 4th. Artie July 4th. All right. Let me look that up real quick. A-R-T-I-E July 4th. We have a lot of good guests coming up in the next new year. Oh, yes, we do. Yep. We have a lot of fun guests. And we're doing some cool guests for the Celebrity Cafe, too. I'm adding, uh, or I I just sent a contact request to him. Okay, so hopefully he'll see that. I don't think we're on the air next week. I think we're a repeat, aren't we? We're going gonna be. We're going to be a repeat. We're going to be a repeat. Guess what, what, Chad? What's up? The chickens are flying the coop. What does that mean? <laughs> I know if the cows come home, where the cows fly or the cows come home, but the chickens have flown the coop. My, what does that mean? My two stepdaughters are moving out next week. Oh! Uh, the chickens. <laughs> All right. Yes. Our little chickadees are flying the coop. And they got an apartment down a couple miles away from here. Cool. And, and we're moving them in next week on Wednesday. And it's just going to be you two. Um, yeah, but my house got bigger because be- the studio that Jimmy uses is a beautiful double-door entry diagonal uh, room with a gorgeous arched window. And it's full of his toys and stuff, and it looks like crap. So as soon as he- <laughs> As soon as Jimmy gets out of there, then we could paint it white, have the wooden floors put in, and I've got a very big house because then I can entertain in the study yeah. as well as the living room. <clears throat> now, the bedroom the girls are in, that's where all of Jimmy's junk goes. Right. The only thing is, I told him, if we put a bed in there, when Eileen Shapiro comes to stay with us, if she gets up in the middle of the night and makes a fast turn, she's going to knock off all the dolls on the wall. Like dominoes. <laughs> well, only because her chest is like right. 95 inches hard, long. Hard to get in, hard to get out. Gotcha. Well, yeah, I mean, her, her boobs are really large. And if she doesn't walk... Well, she's in the chat room, too. If she doesn't walk correctly, she can destroy Aquaman <laughs> and Batman and Superman with just one swing. <laughs> right? All right. I used to do that when I did my show. I used to say, everybody sitting in the first row, duck if I spin quickly. Look out. <laughs> That's fine. Hang on. I'm trying to see if I can send him a text message. I hate these guests that don't know what they're doing. Don't even don't even say you want to come on our show. Go on, you know, Nickelodeon or something. Is that still around, Nickelodeon? Yes, I mean, they all want to come on. They don't know how to do it. I told Jimmy, from now on, if they don't know how to Skype. They know how to Skype. Yes. Well, if they don't know how to come on on time. I mean, this is a TV show that goes out to four and a half million people. This is not a little medicine show that's in Canarsie. I know. Well, a lot of it's my fault because I'm sick and I haven't had time to contact all these people. I gave them all the information. If you gave them the information, that's all they need. They're not, what are they, morons? I mean, come on. I know. If, if they want me somewhere, I've been, I've been doing TV interviews now re- recently because of the movies I'm in. And if they want me, I know where to go and I know where to be and I'm on time. But that's he's not, not on time, and we don't know that he's not there. So that well, obviously, I'm I'm stalling for time. No, nah, we we got done, man. We got all kinds of videos we can play because I hate because we've show. got all kinds of stuff going on. Well, we can um, want to come back and see if he's back yet, or what's up to you? Yeah, I sent him a text message. You want to um, let's? Uh, I sent him a text message, but I don't know if that's his cell phone. I don't know what phone number that is. Uh oh. Um, that I sent it to, but uh, you can't call him, right? Because he hasn't accepted it. Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, because he hasn't accepted. 
I'd well, if he's have, a I'd psychic to, medium, I'm going to send him a couple of thoughts he's now. A, he's a Jew, but with he's no not going to like the language. He's a Jew with no clue. Come on. He's a Jew with no clue. That's <laughs> obviously that's what it is. Eileen, you're Ari. Jewish. What do we do with this guy? <laughs> do we barbecue him? Oh no, barbecue him. Anyway, so let's do this. I'll try and call him on the phone if we play a music break. So let's take a music break. Let's play Wenatchee Tribe, Time for Love. All right. And uh, we'll see what we can do. Hit it. All right, everybody. Wenatchee Tribe, Time for Love. Enjoy.
All right, fellas, there you go. You're back. We're back, we're back, we're back. So, Chad, can you work behind the scenes and see if you can work something out? Yes, sir, I'll keep trying we'll to. We'll just bullshit. Uh, keep trying uh, to. Okay. <laughs> there you go. So, everybody, we're working on getting our guest, Artie Hoffman, for some reason, like he's not seeing our Skype request. Um, so we don't have him in here. But what are you going to do? It's live TV. It's the end of the year. Look for better things in 2018. 19. 2009. Can you believe it's 2019? Coming up. It's coming up quick. All right, so I'm putting Artie on the line here. I think we got him now. Artie, are you Alrighty. there? Hello, Artie. Are you there? Boys, what's yep, it? He's coming through now, but I don't see a picture. So hit the video button, Artie. All right, hit the video. Hit the damn. There isn't a video. I want to hit him. I want to oh. hit Artie. Artie, <laughs> couldn't I want to hit you with this microphone? If you were in front of me, I'd hit you with this microphone so hard. All right, how are we going? I think we you got it. I see you. You see us, but we well, don't we see don't you. We don't see your punum. Where are hold, you? Hold on a second. Have- Artie, are, are you on a phone or are you on a computer? I'm on a phone. So you should be able to turn on your front camera. Um, just tap your, your screen once on your Skype, and then below you'll see some symbols. One of them should have a camera symbol. There you go. There you, you go. There we go. Oh, All right. Now turn it, the other, turn it sideways turn if it you sideways can. So your, your mother will be so ashamed of you. <laughs> But for, for <laughs> fucking up, for fucking up like this. How are you, Artie? What's what's doing? No, she's, she's gonna say it's expected. Far <laughs> <laughs> for norm course. Here. Sorry, nothing out of the norm. So what's doing? What's doing? Everything's doing. Oh, um, we gotta introduce him because nobody knows who he is. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah, they do. Intro. Oh, they all give a shit. <laughs> all right, everybody. Now that we've got him on the line, we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with with Ron Russell, Artie Hoffman, a Jew with the clue, psychic to the stars. Hello and welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Hello. Let me introduce you first, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. How do you do? That was formal and nice. I could have said, how the fuck are you? But <laughs> I thought, how do you do would you be more appropriate. Up. I think he froze. Or my no, sound he didn't froze. There he is. I think there my I sound. Am. Can you hear me? Is our sound working? Yeah. No, I can hear you perfectly. Oh, good. There you go. Then we got the man behind the boards, Chad Murphy. Jew with the clue. Welcome to the show. Uh-oh. What do we do? I don't know. Now what? Afangula. Since Italy is watching, Afangula, tutta questa roba qui. I think one of the fingers <laughs> accidentally hit the end button. That's the problem with the phone, so. I'm, I'm trying scream. to get him back for you. That's I'm fine. Kill him. Now nah, you're fine. Artie, you it back? makes it interesting to everybody. They're all saying good evening to Artie. What's up, B? Claudie, how are you? B. Got Jim. Jim, we're welcome back. We got Illy from Estonia. We have. Uh, is Goddess Eileen. I don't know if Goddess. Goddess, are you in the chat room? If she, you are, say hello. She said she was coming in. I want to send my goddess a hug and a kiss because I love her. We can her. send it to her anyway because she probably listens to the repeat. Well, I wrote it on Facebook. You know, we're, we've been messaging all morning. She sold her house and she's moving. Wow. And that's why she hasn't been on the show. Where's she moving to? Oh, what do I know? Do I oh, ask I don't know. Questions? You didn't ask. <laughs> I would have asked. Of course you is would. She's staying in Tampa? I. I have no idea. Okay. Anyway, that's that's funny. She's moving on. My hair. My hair's. That's right. She's out. moving on. That's okay. I got a hair here. Wait a minute. I'm gonna go right in my mouth. This hair. It's okay. It's probably from your dog. No, it's from me. It's a long white one. Okay. Well, she's got long white ones too. I know. But this is- there you go. You gotta like love it. 
Guess not. No, he's fine. I can't anymore. You know, I think I'm going to just do movies. Yeah. <laughs> St- stick to cameras. <laughs> stick to studios. Actually, look how good you look though today in the camera. Who? You look at how beautiful you look in the picture. That's beautiful. Absolutely stunningly, <laughs> oh, stunningly magnif- gorgeous. Oh, just magnificent! I should be in movies. Oh, Goddess is not there. B says she's not there. I don't know who User Kib is. I think that's Eileen. I'm worried about Goddess. I really am. Something's up with her, and I've got to get it out of her. But I promised I wouldn't tell anybody. So when I do find out what's going on with Goddess, I'm not telling anyone. Okay, that works. <laughs> Maybe the jerk that she was engaged to for 15 years finally took a powder. Hmm. Right. I don't think people. She probably doesn't want people to know those kinds of things. <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't tell. Her. Uh, mine is a supervision. It's a make believe. Oh, okay, it's a make believe. So what do you call it? Supervision. Supposition. I think that's what I said. Supposition. <laughs> yes. What do you think I said? You, you said, said supervision. You no, said supposition. 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 Uh, Artie may be coming. Oh, oh, the go again. There he is. All right. Don't hit any buttons, Artie. Just don't touch any buttons. <laughs> I didn't touch any buttons. That was the crazy thing. I don't know what happened. Just sit on your. All right, so sit on your. I'm just sit on my tochus. How's that? Sit, put put your hands up your coolie and sit there. <laughs> just sit on there. Actually, like you, like his uh, his his. Bo- First of all, we also got a chat room full of people. We have Georgia, and I mean, we have a uh, Canada, Germany, Estonia, the UK, Australia, and the United States represented at the moment. So say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hello to the whole world. <laughs> there you and go. Also, we have Italy coming in. Today. And Italy's coming in now. So say something in Italian. Madonna mia. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll teach you something nice to say in Italian. Yeah, this sure. is what. Yeah, I don't know why, but I feel like I'm gonna. You're gonna be teaching me, uh, telling uh, somebody no, no, to go it's, screw off. You might be. I want <laughs> you to. I want you to repeat after me. No, why? I'm not. <laughs> Oh, it's good. It's I don't want to make any enemies. No, you won't. It's a, it's it's a kindness. Vai. Vai. Fa. Vai fa. In. In. Culo. No, that's not culo. bad. Culo is something bad. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Go fuck your ass. Oh. <laughs> See? Right. I tell you. Yep. Yeah. So you guys, Artie, first of all, you can follow him on Twitter. He didn't follow me back, but he's RDJ on the move, at RDJ on the move, A-R-T-I-E-J on the move. His website is ArtieHoffman.com. He's a psychic medium. I love his bio, the hottest psychic with the warmest heart, 30 years. And and are you really born on July 4th? Yes. So he's born on the 4th of July, July, and he has chutzpah, and that's actually in his fucking bio. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be. You got to, like, love it. He's got such chutzpah, but he should learn to work a camera, uh, a computer. <laughs> I know. I suck in cyberspace. I'm that, good in the spiritual world. I'm great with the spiritual world. I just suck with cyberspace. Well, why don't you ask that guy in the wheelchair that just died to help you with your computer? What was his name? The woman, the, you know, the guy with the thing. Stephen the fella, Gates. Steve, is it Stephen? Oh, something Gates. The, no, no, not Gates. The uh, ni- Stephen. Uh, the, the, the nice fella in the wheelchair. Steve Job. No, no. Who's the guy they made the movie on last year? He didn't have anything to do with computers. He had stuff to do with space, though. Who was the guy that found They the- did the movie. That I know who you're talking award. about. Hawking. Stephen Hawking. Steve Hawkins. That's it. So <laughs> yes, I'll take smart people for 100, please. No, so yeah. why don't you contact him and have him teach you? He doesn't do computer stuff. Stephen Jobs would be better. <laughs> whoever, whoever is dead. not kidding. 
Whoever is dead in the computer world helped his psychic. So you guys listen up to you. Artie's got a Facebook live show weekdays, a week uh, every Sunday, every Sunday, right at eight p.m. Sunday. Well, it's going to start every other Sunday. It is. I just started it just recently, uh, January sixth, which is I believe is a Sunday. Uh, every other Sunday, I do uh, free readings for the public, and you just go to Angels and Answers, Artie Hoffman's angels and answers and then you just click right in and i answer people for free i i connect to their loved ones their deceased loved ones i tell people about their uh love life and their past present and future and should they stay with the bum or get a new one and all that other good stuff <laughs> okay so, so wait does, a second hold on let me just do you have a message for me if you contact jane russell the movie star who was my dearest <laughs> friend contact jane russell and see what she has to say Contact Jane Russell right now, huh? Let me see what she let me see what she might have to say. So you guys, Artie's got like he does stuff on love and relationships, career and finances, family life, communicating with deceased loved ones, and he's in New Jersey. Nobody's in New Jersey. <laughs> Yeah. New Jersey's not there anymore. We just anymore. moved here from Pennsylvania. We don't, were in, don't in say Pennsylvania. That. Please don't say that, Jimmy. I beg you never to say that. And you <laughs> insist on. We, I am a New Yorker. I was born in Brooklyn. I lived in New York most of my life in California. I have nothing to do with Pennsylvania except the regret that I was there for four years. Five. Five, worse. <laughs> See that? So that's the only but thing. But we used about to go to, through New Jersey all the time, go into the city, because we would go like twice a week to the city. Everybody who was born in Brooklyn always considers them a Brooklynite. It's like they're their own culture, they're their own people, and they never want to admit that we're no matter where they live, no matter where they are, they're still a Brooklynite. Why? Because Brooklyn, back when I was little, was the best place to live. Why? We had Italians and Jews next door to each other. We had Irish. We had German. We had Polish. We had French. We had Spanish. We had African-American. And we all lived happily together. Nobody was prejudiced. Everybody was, I mean, I, we, we, we had my grandmother's best friend was Mrs. Savak. She was a Jew from, I think, Poland who escaped the Nazis, couldn't speak a word of English. She spoke Yiddish. And my grandmother only spoke Italian from Venice. And the two old ladies used to crochet together and compare recipes. God knows how they did it. But that was <laughs> what it was like back then. There was no social media that was pushing impolite or I'm offended. We used to call each other the most horrific names. Who's down the block? Well, you know, the Jew down the block. Well, the Guinea upstairs or the Mick around the corner. And nobody got offended. It were nicknames that we had for each other back in Brooklyn. Brooklyn was a family. Yeah, no. That I so miss today because today we live next door to each other. We don't even know who they are. Back in my day, if my sister went out on a date and she had to go up to the corner, my grandmother would look out the window. Then the next lady next door would look out the window and my sister would walk with everybody looking out the window to make sure nobody bothered her. That was neighbors. That hey, was what it was like. Goddess is in the chat room. I love you, goddess. And Eileen, I have a business partner. I have a business partner already. Her name's Eileen Shapiro. She's a best-selling author, and we have a we have one of the biggest PR firms um, that that works with celebrities. And she said that she wants to like interview you, and and, and you give her a reading, and she'll put you in some big magazines. <laughs> she loves no, you already. That would be just, awesome. Just just don't go too close to her. I have I do have a book called Angels and Answers that I wrote, and it's on spirituality 
talks about spirit, uh, talk about saints, talks about angels, explains their sinew, what they're known for. And um, it's really cool. And I explain things about life on a very deep level, um, you know, and from spiritual, from a spiritual standpoint. And it's a very simple, easy understanding book, but on big major topics. And, um, you know, I, I've had people uh, tell me that they bought many books and loved it so much that they've been handing them out to their friends and family that they loved it so much. So that's like the, a major, major compliment. I'm so flattered, you know. And um, I, had, I actually Googled yeah, you. Yeah, but did you give the ghost writer credit? Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. Kidding, kidding, kidding. Actually. Seriously, but listen, um, Eileen Shapiro has problems. When she's interviewing, as she's writing, her enormous breasts are erasing what she has written. So she will ask you a few times over again what it is that she just said. Be patient with her. It's those knockers. She's like a 78D, triple D bra. I mean, you've never seen mammoth boobs like this in your life. What, are am you, I going to read man? Braille or what? Well, if you read, yeah, well, no, you're going to read nipples. <laughs> she, 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 she has magic nipples. She does. <laughs> yeah. If she aims her nipple at you, you turn into a homosexual. Like uh -oh. I said, am I, am I expected to read Braille or what? <laughs> if you like, Go she's not opposing that. <laughs> I, I have to tell you, because, okay, we haven't had, we, you're our third. She's a landsman of yours anyway, and mine. She's Jewish. Well, with a name like Shapiro. How could you, you not? Wrong. So, uh, so we've had, you're our, we've, we've had three psychics. I, I don't know if you call them all psychics. Is, is, uh, um, Chip Coffee a psychic? I don't know, because like you're, you you talk about spirituality and stuff, and Chip, I don't know what Chip exactly does, because he finds paranormal. Like he's like a paranormal I, I, guy. I guess he's he's considered uh, weird, but I mean he's just considered um, uh, supposedly. I don't know if it's true or not, but supposedly Chip Coffee contacts dead people with a flash. Have you ever heard of Chip Coffee? Um, unfortunately, not. He puts a, a a flashlight on a table next to him, and if the flashlight blinks, it's a, a spirit talking to him. Sometimes he oh, bang. interesting. I've never heard that concept before. Well, sometimes they bang their leg against the table because the battery's loose and the thing flickers. <laughs> so I don't know to the, the validity of a psychic. Um, as far as I'm concerned, I don't believe any of it because I've been around it a lot of my life. If psychics really could tell things, they'd win the lottery, they'd cure cancer and AIDS. There's a lot of things that the dead people would tell them. Now, I was at a seance and we filmed it at Liberace's house. Liberace died in the garage, which was converted to a den on a sofa. We put the table exactly where Liberace had died, so his spirit would go up. We had a medium, one of Palm Springs' most famous mediums, and she came. And all she had to tell us was that Liberace said, I am so happy that you put the color lights back in the fountain in front of my house. Now I thought to myself, give me a break, lady. If he's going to come through, he's going to talk about color lights in a fountain. I mean, it's so stupid. But a lot of people believe that, like the Long Island medium and the rest of those people that talk about dead people, we know in show business it's a game you learn. It's it's a probe thing about, like, so tell me now, your mother and father, Polish, right? We're from uh, Hitler. but the, And then you build and create fantasy. So it's all about that. No one yet has been able to contact the dead. 
How do you know though? Like what? Because well, because if he did, he'd be a multi-gazillionaire. How do and, you know he's not? And, and he would be, <laughs> and he would be President Bush's best friend. Not Bush. What's his name? <laughs> Trump. He'd be Trump's best friend. Now hold on, because I, I have to, I want to like in your defense, like so I Google because I Google everybody who asks who has someone who asked to come on the show to see what I can see, and I didn't find anybody Google any bullshit stuff about you at all. So when you Google your name, nobody comes up with anything about we'll how this, you. We'll put what it this way: I've been doing it for thirty years. I had no intentions on getting into this endeavor whatsoever. Things just fell into place, and um, I've read for over 28,000 people, and uh, most of it is through recommendations. So, um, you know, it's really funny that you should say you don't believe in this, because my father had a hard time believing in this also, you know, being raised in a Jewish family, but yet he's also the one who would be reading his horoscope every single morning to see what was going on. And so, you know... Um, no, I didn't. I didn't say I don't believe in it. I believe in some people who are prospering from this. Unfortunately, making people cry uh, because they say things that are necessarily not true. I'm not saying it's you. I'm not accusing you. I'm saying I certainly believe in telepathy. I certainly believe in. Uh, I have had many experiences of my own where I predicted things that came to pass death family and stuff so we do have some sort of an idea we all of what's have some going type on. of intuitiveness that's absolutely correct right. how i usually work though um i mean when i do it i can't explain why this is but it just is in my realm i can only speak for myself uh because i have a lot of talented medium friends um um that you know communicate to the other side but for me a lot of time when i communicate I, when you show me a picture of the person of who you want to connect with when I look into their eyes. And it could be a picture of your grandfather when he was three years old. I'm not judging the, um, you know, uh, their, what they wear or how they are or whatnot. But, you know, I get a lot of specifics about um, their personality, their family, circumstances. And it kind of blows me away that I'm able to do this. Now, I want to, if you don't mind, I want to share with you an incredible story, a true story. Absolutely. Tell us. Okay. And it is in my book, Two Angels and Answers. So I'm, I'm doing a party. I call it arty parties when, I, when people hire me to go to their homes to read for their friends and family. And so what happened was this one lady, after I did a reading for her, it was a half hour reading. She said to me, she was like you. She said to me, she goes, Artie, she goes, you know, um, you're, you're, you seem like a nice guy. She goes, you know, you told me some things about my mom. It was kind of on the general side, but it did have to do with her. And then you told me some specific things about my mom. That was true. She goes, but I'm still having a hard time believing the fact that you're actually talking to my mother. And I said, well, I can only share with you what the spiritual world shares with me. I said, let me see your mother's picture one last time. So she showed me a picture of her mother. And I looked at the picture, and in my eyes' mind, I started seeing cows. So I said, your mom is showing me cows. She goes, what do you want me to do with that? I said, I don't know. I said, your mom's showing me cows. So all of a sudden, I saw the cows stand up, and they were all mooing. And so I said to her, I don't know why I'm doing this, but moo. And the, 
and the lady started to cry and I said, what's the matter? And she's pointing to her mother's picture. She goes, that's her name. I go, what are you talking about? Her name's Muriel, but everyone called her Mo. Oh, cool. Okay, yes, I'm not denying that we do pick up other people's thoughts. Telepathy exists. We know that. That's but a fact. I'm that's a is, scientific fact. But what I'm saying is that they show me in metaphors. It's not like, hey, you know, here's Isabel or right. here's so-and-so. But, but, but I day, do get that at times. <laughs> the, the day that someone contacts the dead... I would like for the dead to say what it's like, okay? They never do. They say the stupidest things. Most mediums give you stupid, stupid questions and stupid, stupid answers. Stuff that's so general and so made up. I would and Now, when I croak, my daughters believe. My one daughter is a white witch, Chiedra. She practices witchcraft and good stuff, and she's a very important psychic uh, in her own right. And I've told her, when I croak, I want you to contact me, and I will tell you what it's like being dead. But yet no one has ever said what it's like being dead. They say cows or they say other things. Wait, ask him. Have you ever talked to anyone who said, who's told you anything about what it's like being dead? Well, as far as what it's like being dead, there's an interesting book. The answer is yes. I mean, but we all go in light. You know, our physical body, you realize, isn't who we are. You know, when, when we die, it's not us that dies. It's the body that dies. And the spirit lifts up through the body, out of the body, and into the spiritual world. And we literally become light. It's literally like a light. And so to explain, it, it's a feeling. It's more of a feeling than it is a physical experience. Because on the other side, time and space is all of the same. It's it like time and space doesn't, doesn't exist on the other side. Physical space and time only exists here on earth. And that's for our egos to differentiate, you know, to live life. But in the spiritual world, time and space doesn't exist. And there's nothing but pure unconditional love on the other side. And so this, you know, in, this, you, you know, in fact, this, you know, in fact, you're stating a fact now, or is it just your belief? It's both. It's both. How do you have a fact? Where is the fact, factual proof that this exists? It doesn't. It never has. It never will. Because when you're dead, you're dead. My mother used to say, Ronnie, did you know what was going on when Christopher Columbus was sailing? That's the Jewish way of thinking. Well, wait a minute. Well, because we are part. We're half Jewish. But... Before you were born, you don't remember anything, and millions of years went by. Well, after you die, it's the same way. Millions of years will continue. So I am so glad you said that. I am so glad you said that. Now I'm going to share another true story. Okay. All right. A lady comes down, and and she sits. You know, she sits down in front of me, and here I am. You know, I'm I'm doing a reading for her, and I don't do past life regressions. It's not my forte, but it does happen every once in a while. But the moment she sat down in front of me, I looked at her and I said, I just want you to know in your previous life, you walked off a plank and you jumped and, and you were pushed off of a pirate ship. You were pushed off of a ship and you drowned. I said, that's how you died. And she goes, that's really interesting that you said that because um, I'm deathly afraid of the ocean and the sea and I don't like large ships. And she never knew why, because there was never an incident in this lifetime 
of anything happening to her. But yet those were the first words I said to her, but that gave her an explanation of why she was afraid of the ocean and well, the sea because you, you, she had you, a recall from her past. It, well, this was you, something from her past yeah, life. Yeah, but you could have also said you were in an airplane that crashed and she'd no, say, no, no, oh, no, my, no, 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 oh my God, no. I'm terrified of flying. You know what I mean? No, so no. it's what but you that's put in. specific. I never met the lady before. I never okay, had so a conversation. So wait, 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 wait. Hang wait, on. Wait, wait. If you can do what you say you can do ask president trump's father will president trump be kicked out of office that's will a simple kick kicked out no. of office will he be thrown out of office no as, as so many wish he will be yeah no he won't he won't you so you spoke with his father already i don't know or, or that's your feeling it's a it's a feeling uh, you know, when you Everybody. get messages, hold on a second. When you get messages, there's different way to get messages, okay? Now, when you get messages, and I'm going to explain this to you, you can get it in a feeling. It's a gut feeling. You get it. I get it in, in pictures. Like right now, can you picture what your bedroom looks like? Absolutely. Okay. So that image that you have in your head, I get images thrown to me randomly, and if you could hear the sound of your mother or father's voice right now in your head. Yeah. All right. So how you could hear, that's how I hear. So for you, it's a recall. For me, it's like totally random. So I'm going to share with you something that's really interesting. Now, I hear songs in my head a lot of, in, in a lot of my readings. And whatever the song is about, that's what's going on with the person. And I'm going to give you the first time that's ever happened to me. I was doing a, a reading for this one lady. Her name was Vivian, and she was in her late 50s, early 60s. And she said to me, she goes, Artie, she goes, what do you see for my relationship? What's going on with my husband? What do you see for our relationships? And for the very first time, I heard a song in my head by Stevie Wonder. That's me and you, a part-time lover. Yeah, part-time lover. I, and, and I said to her, I said, your husband's cheating on you. And she goes, I think you're right. I said, I know I'm right because I heard a song. And that song I never heard, you know, I, I haven't heard it since forever. And it just came to me like out of left field. So it's like when I tell you, um, I, when I hear songs, I'm never wrong when I hear songs. It's not like I say, okay, spiritual world, play me a song. They, they send it to me how, how they feel the best way to deliver a message so if you specific, listen, I've given out over 80 winning lottery numbers, and that's no exaggeration. Oh, oh okay, let's not, go. It, Give me one. Give me one. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. But, it's not from, but it's not from people asking me. It's like a lot of times I'm in the, I'm in the zone, and like your loved one will all of a sudden Brandy. give me a number. Get so, in the zone. Get in the zone. Quick. Hang on. Everybody in the, in the chat room is loving this. Hold on. Get in the zone. Give me a number, quick. I need a new house. No, no, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, so first of all, somebody in the chat room wants to know, uh, which is a weird question. They want to know if you're afraid to die, like being a, a medium. Does that make you afraid to die? No, I'm going to say exactly what Woody Allen would say. He said, I'm not afraid of death. I just don't want to be there when it happens. <laughs> yeah, that's Woody Allen. The question was, what do you feel about it? Not Woody Allen. We don't care about no, him. No, I'm not afraid of death. I'm not afraid of being over on the other side. Another one says, I have a question. I heard somewhere when you see a photo with someone with circles or bubbles, are those souls? Yes, those are, are yeah, those are orbs. Orbs. orbs yeah, when I drive late at night, I see purple beams of light in front of me when I drive late at night. 
I do also, and then I talk to them, and they pull me up into their spaceship, and he they so gave, wants to get and her, they he give wants me to a little spacelift. Space no, he wants to be picked up in a spaceship. Well, I said to, I said <laughs> when I talk to them above me, I say, "Listen, boys, if you're going to probe me, give me a little lift, a little bit over here." So wait, pull a so you said there. you said that this is something that you kind of like walked into, like I don't know how old you are. You don't have to tell us how old you are. But no, that's you, okay. I don't care. You've been doing this for thirty years. So like when you were younger, did you, you get like visions or something? I and had how did you how did you decide to like actually do this to support yourself? Um, when I was uh, 27 years old, all right, I'm having a little conversation with God. Everything was going okay in my life. Oh, you know? so you know You're God gonna... too? Uh huh. You know God also. He was having a conversation. Oh yeah, him and I were best friends. Oh, how do you know he's a he? He's not an it. He's a he, a she. It's just a reference. Okay. It's so just when a you reference. speak to God, you see him. Everybody speaks didn't... to God. I don't speak to God. I know, but everybody who's somewhat religious speaks has conversations. How with could God. you speak to God? There's no way. What, what are you but talking? Yeah, you speak to God. Every thought is a conversation with God. When you smile, it's a conversation. When you compliment someone, it's a conversation to God. Everything. He's a very busy guy because with the zillions and trillions of people on the planet, he sees everybody at once. My, there's more yes. to this than He's the a very talented spirit. Oh really? Come on, give me a break. There's more. There's more to. There's more to death. You think? Okay. You know for a fact. I you know. believe. You know for a fact, and you. You believe. know what? My license plate says. I just know. <laughs> no. There you go. Just relax. I'm not going to relax. This is what makes the show stimulating. What am I going to be? Some fucking puppet that goes yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's a controversial it doesn't bother show. Me one ounce. Not at all. Because it doesn't my, bother me my, one ounce. my dearest friend in the world, who I love and adore and worship and treasure her friendship, is K.O. Kardashian. Kardashian. Kardashian Uno. She's the best medium in the world. There's nobody better than Kardashian. She's the most famous. She's got TV shows. She's got books. I mean, nobody beats her. And I've spent hours talking to her about contacting the dead, about... Um, things that she knows and she finds and her thing is a whole different thing than yours she is just um intuitive we'll say that's all it actually is. that's what he says too though because yeah, i know but she doesn't talk about talking to god and he hearing him back now my ex-partner stephen collins was a schizophrenic and he used to hear his grandfather talking to him and also when the radio was on he thought the radio was telling him what to do so of course that relationship what is he the son of sam no, he was just a schizophrenic due to drugs that he did in his teen years, which made him schizo. I yeah. actually, I've like never, I, just for the record, I've never done any drugs other than Tylenol for a headache. Good for you. So but, he has a thing on his website where he says part of the things that he does and what he teaches people is to let go of fear, trust in one's own gut instinct, which is very you, and yeah, learn I, how to tap into your higher self. Absolutely. Because Ron, you, he does believe. Like we had a house in Boca and like we had spirits in the house in Boca that knocked things over and stuff when there was me, nobody there. Let me share there. a story with you, okay? Sure. I owned a book and the book was Jane Russell's Life Story book. And the book was in the library in one of the big bookcases. I had just lost my partner of 46 years due to pancreatic cancer. I'm and sorry I, to hear that. Well, this is 20 years ago. I'm now with J Jimmy. And I was devastated. And I couldn't sleep. So I went downstairs to the library because my daughter had given me a book, The Winthrop Woman, and I wanted to read it. As I was pulling The Winthrop Woman out, it was stuck to another book. The other book fell to the ground. And when I looked down, it was opened. And it was the life story of Jane Russell. 
And the page that I was reading was when Jane's second husband died, the pain she was in and what she was going through was the same thing I was going through. Suddenly, I hear my deceased lover, Sal's voice, saying, find Jane Russell. Not once, but three times. So the next day, I told my daughter, let's go find Jane Russell. We found Jane Russell up in Santa Maria, and she became her lifelong dearest friend to me. We were buddies forever until she passed away. What she did for me, the happiness she brought me as being my friend and the magic of who she was, this gorgeous movie star, sort of eased the pain that I was going through. So now I felt that, yes, my mind may have said this after seeing the book or I really didn't hear it or maybe I did hear it. Question mark, question mark, question mark. What do you think? So you're, you're asking me, what do I think about what? About did, did I hear his voice or did I hear it in my head? Because no, you 100% heard his voice. And, and a book that you 100% must read is called Many Lives, Many Masters and Journey of the Souls. That book will explain to you in detail about the life after this life and in, where you are in between lives. But who wrote this and how do they know it based upon what? Oh, wait, 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 wait. I know. I know. It's a see, very, but you very see what I'm saying? Book. Listen, I believe in many things. I am a psychic in my own right because when my daughters were looking for an apartment a few years ago in L.A., I said, you're going to find an old apartment with with tile steps and uh, wrought iron, a fireplace, white ceiling with beams. And sure enough, they moved to Beverly Hills and that's what they found. That exact apartment. She said, Daddy, the way you explained it was amazing. I have. That's how we got our dog, too. Yeah. Want to hear my dog about Brandy? <laughs> I'm, in I'm on vacation with Jimmy in Florida. I said, Jimmy, I have a vision. He said, what is it? I said, there's a dog somewhere here. And the initial B is very important. Well, we went around a few places looking for a dog, nothing. We went in the one kennel, and there it was, kennel B. And my little baby was underneath it, my little uh, gorgeous dog. That's why we named her Brandy, because of the B. And I knew. Jimmy said, no, we really don't need another dog. I said, Jimmy, this dog wants me. This dog has been calling me. And we got the dog. So, yes, we do do things in intuitively. So I just want you to know, not that I'm having uh, thoughts like you on this level, but as I'm listening to you, your partner is going to be nudging you while you're taking a shower. You're going to feel a tap on your body, on your shoulder, or on your head of like a human touch. And um, it's going to be from your partner when you're physically in the shower by yourself. Will it Wait. happen tomorrow? Will it happen three months from now? I don't know. But I'm clearly seeing you in the shower and you're going to feel a nudge or somebody push you or touch you. And you're going to you're going to say to your partner right there, you know what? Say to Jimmy, you know what? You're not going to believe this. But that Artie guy, he said that this was going to happen. My, my, dece my deceased partner. Yes. Well, more like he would grab my dick than he would tap me on the head. <laughs> well, you'd be saying, stop cranking my chain. <laughs> yeah, because Sal was a gorgeous Italian, very hot lover. So I doubt he tapped me on the head. I'll say, say, and if, I'm if just it's, telling if it happens, you what I'm seeing. I'm yes. telling you, you're going to feel the human touch. Right. When you're physically by yourself, you're going to feel it. You're going to feel a nudge or something. Yes. And you're going to say, nah, that was... You're going to say, nah, that was just a... Uh, and I'm going to predict something for you. In three days, you're going to be walking somewhere and see a Christmas tree. 
<laughs> You're good. You're really good. First of all, hold on, you guys. I want to because everybody, uh, everybody in the chat room is like actually like loving all of this. Well, because uh, we're having an intelligent conversation. I do not disbelieve what he's saying. What I'm saying is there are too many phonies out there who are cashing in and hurting innocent people. People are crying because they're hearing this bullshit that these phonies do. There is a way of doing this which is taught to you, and I don't remember how, but I read a book once on the techniques of fool people into thinking that you can contact the dead. Houdini, who was the master magician, said to his, his uh, what was it, his wife, Halloween, have a seance, contact me, I will get through. Houdini never got through. Houdini exposed all these phony mediums, these psychics, these people who had seances. You know, it, don't play with that because when somebody loses someone and they're heartbroken, they're so vulnerable to anything. If you say, and your partner was male, they'll say, oh, yes, you know that. Well, of course, it was your husband. You know what I mean? So, so, And when you're in that state of mind, you don't rationalize that, yes, well, of course. When you say, my husband died, and they say, well, he was a man. And then you say, oh, yes, how did you know that? You see, this is what I'm talking about. Now, I'm not saying that this fella is a phony. Not by any means. What I'm saying is there are many, just like my sweet uh, K.O. K.O. knows everything. She's wonderful. She has, she, she's coming out to visit us in Palm Springs, and she wants to talk to me about my relationship with Tony Curtis. She said there is so much of me, so much of Tony in me, and that Tony and I have some kind of a relationship somehow. And she knows it, she feels it, she's seen it, she's heard it. And well, she's going to do him. it. So I'm not denying that there is, there there are people. My grandmother had a dream book, the one in Italy, and she would get up in the morning, and it was a 300 year old dream book, and she lived by her dream book. It told her what to do, because she would dream and then read the book. I never even heard of a dream book. Yeah, I wish I had it. My, yeah, I have a dream book. Do you really? Yeah, yeah, but this one's like 350 years old, and I think my cousin Lelio yeah, who's watching. Yeah, that one's got me probably by about 315 <laughs> years. No, really, and I think my cousin Lelio, who's watching us now from Did Genoa, Italy, has it. And Lelia, if you have it, I would be so happy if I could have it for a couple of days just to read it and then give it back. Hold to on, you. everybody, too, you guys. So listen, you guys, because if you want to get in touch with Artie, he does all kinds of cool things. And you can see all the things he does by going to his website, by going to www.artiehoffman.com. And Artie is A-R-T-I-E. So it's A-R-T-I-E-H-O-F-F-M-A-N.com. You can follow his Twitter at Artie J on the move. He needs followers, you guys. So follow him. And... Uh, <laughs> One other quick go story. Artie, actually, go to Artie Hoffman at Gmail. That's even better. Now, Artie Hoffman at gmail.com. Do you, know, you do you know this name? Ethel Myers Johnson. She do was I know the, that? The, no. She's the, the, the greatest medium that was proven scientifically to have powers to be able to predict the future. My friend Arlene's mom died. She was devastated took her two years to get an appointment with Ethel Meyer Johnson in New York City. I dropped Arlene off in front of the building to go park. Arlene went upstairs alone. Ethel Meyer said to Arlene, there's a young man downstairs who's very concerned about you, and he's got heavy black eyebrows and a lot of black hair, and his initials are RS. That was my name back then, my real name. When I got upstairs, she said to me, you're the guy that was downstairs. Now, I wasn't there for a reading, but she gave Arlene a reading, and it was absolutely accurate. 
she said to me, you're going to struggle all of your life. There's a fork in the road at the end of your life. And if you take the right path, you're going to be very famous. And you're going to achieve what you've been out to do all of your life. And it's absolutely happened. At the end of my life now, I'm doing movies, television, everything. And my life is, my career finally has uh, gone somewhere. So, you know, but she was written, she's written a million books. Look her up, Ethel Myers Johnson. You will be fascinated. She's talked with President Roosevelt. I mean, she was absolutely the psychic of the 50s. Me, yeah, the medium. Yeah, the medium. No, what gets me really upset, you know, you're talking about people who manipulate other people. Yeah, I hate um, those guys. And I always warn, I always warn the public on my show, you know, because uh, I do, I, you know, I do a Facebook live show on Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern time. And so I warn people that when someone, when you ever go to a psychic and somebody ever tells you that someone put a curse on you, when they say that they are manipulating the person because when they say, oh, the reason why you're having bad luck in love, the reason why you're having bad luck with, with business, with money, da, 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 is because someone put a curse on you or with your health. So what happens is that the person who just said that to you is the person who planted the seed to make you believe that. And it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. And for 20, 80 million dollars, they will release that curse from you, but they literally will charge you two thousand, three thousand, twenty thousand dollars. Which is and ridiculous. You need to give them a gold piece that will go to Italy and go to the Vatican and say a blessing to remove it. These are the bad people who manipulate people who are very vulnerable. So I said, I tell everybody, if anybody ever tells you that somebody put a curse on you and that's why you're having this, just wait, stand up, walk away, and just say thank you, but no thanks, and just walk no. away. No, don't do that. Just say, oh, I have a curse. Well, here's a curse for you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> How, how's that curse? The best curse yeah. in the world. But, you know, unfortunately, they do the phony shit. In six months, you're going to be walking somewhere, and you're going to meet someone who's going to tell you something very important, and it's going to change your life, and then you will be flying someplace to visit an old friend. That is so general. I mean, they leave so many doors open. Of course, it's going to happen to everyone we know. So this is the bullshit artist when they pull that crap. Long Island House, what is she, the psychic housewife? I've watched her show a few times, and all she does is the same routine over and over and over with everyone. She changes the names, she changes the places, and every, and everybody falls for it. <gasps> How did you know that? You know, well, you have an illness. There's something in your stomach that's not right. And you don't sleep nights. How did you know that? I have appendicitis. I mean, you know, it's so general. You you know, you, you're 80 years old. You're going to die soon. Yeah, well, everybody's going to die soon. I, I, so I, that's I, what I mean. When mediums or psychics or whatever they call themselves do that shit, that is generalization. I could do that for you. I want to know the good stuff. You give me a lottery number, I'll blow you. I swear to God, I will. <laughs> First well, of all, listen, I want to give out over 80 of them. I've given out over 80 of them, and I've, I, I haven't received one dime from one person. Well, you make it 80. You make I it haven't it. received one VJ and not one dime from one person. Okay, you and make given, it. Hey, listen, I've given stock tips. I've given winning lottery situations. And so let me tell you what happened about a month ago. So this one fellow who I met through a friend, all right, he wanted to do business with me on a side note. 
And so he says, Artie, he goes, Jack tells me that, you know, which is our mutual friend. Jack tells me you also do your uh, your medium psychic stuff. He goes, yeah. He goes, well, can you tell me something about my father? He goes, I'd like to know about my father. So my friend, who my other friend who was with me, is also a gifted medium. So we're going back and forth and giving him some information. I said, to prove to you, I said, your father just told me to prove to you that what's happening right now is real. He wants you to play the numbers. Now, this was my interpretation. I said, it's either he plays 444 or play 424. He says, one of those numbers are coming out like real soon. And so two days later, I saw the same fellow who I just met because I had to meet him at a particular job for something else. And he said to me, he goes, Artie, Artie, you're amazing. This, 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 this is amazing. I go, why? He goes, that after I saw you, he goes, I went to the store and I went to play that night, 444 and 424. He goes, that day, he didn't play it for during a day. He played it at night. He says, during the day, 444 came out. Well, you give, me the, you, you give me the numbers. I win. We split it right down the middle, 50-50. <laughs> and Do you I'm know on how t- many people have told me that? No, but wait a minute. They didn't, say, they didn't say it on national TV where you could sue me. <laughs> it's a promise. See, I'm making a promise. This is a contract. This Watch is an this. official contract. You give me like the winning this. numbers, I'll give you 50%. I'm gonna, it's going to be like this. But your honor, your honor, he it's right on the show. And Jimmy's going to say, I don't know what Joey's talking about. The, the tape is one thing I no, want to no. say, because we got to go. You know what? I need, an, I need a new refrigerator. So give me the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you guys, listen. Because uh, like, I, like I Hey, don't said, get rid of Artie. I love like him. Like I said earlier, the, like, I Googled him. because you He's, Google- he's Mishpuka. What but are you, you can, crazy? Exactly. You can, you can actually, though, you can look up and uh, you can look up the Long Island Medium and you can see all the people who say she's a fraud you can look him up and nobody says he's a fraud which is a pretty good well thing i want years. i want the fucking lottery um, numbers anyway see so, but you have to understand if i give you a lottery number now that means i give everybody who's listening a lottery number oh, no, no, and no, no, when no, we hit said, the lottery no, it's only going to be for an email because no. there's going to be so many people no, instant message it you can me. send it to me in an email and i'll play it and i swear to you on my children you 50 percent of it goes to you and if we win like one billion dollars you get half of one billion dollars <laughs> And would you be happy? You should live so long, as we say, right? You should. So you guys, you know, clap your hands. So this is Artie Hoffman, everybody. Artie, Uh, you're delightful. He's the hottest psychic with the warmest heart. He's been doing it for 30 years. You can find him uh, at artiehoffman.com. He's got a weekly Facebook live show, which is going to start being every other Sunday. Every other Sunday, starting January 6th. Yeah, starting January 6th, it's called Angels and Answers, so you can check him out there. You can uh, ask questions. That's the only time you, probably that you get it for free. He answers <laughs> questions on love and relationships, career, finances, family life, communicating with deceased ones. Uh, if you're in New Jersey or anywhere else, he can do readings over the phone, so you can contact him through his website. And we also want to thank Steve Joyner for uh, introducing us to have you on the show. I, I really th- appreciate it. It was Artie, a lot of fun, guys. Artie, you guys are a lot of fun. I, thank you. Artie, I want to thank you for letting me make this show entertaining. By debunking, I can't speak. Hung, hangover. Hangover. I, by debunking things that you do and say. Because to sit here and agree with you, the show would have been boring. You've made the show exciting, controversial, <laughs> and guess what? I do believe in what you do. Thank I just you didn't, so much. I didn't, tell you that before because it would have blew the whole act 
but absolutely, we're 100% on the mark. Uh, ask people that know me. And our forever. next guest wants the UK lottery numbers, please. Right. <laughs> so again, we want to. But don't ever tell me Jimmy's cheating on you on me because I'll cut your balls off. Mine are his. his balls are cut off. If he ever said to me Jimmy's cheating on you, I would. The said I'm going to murder him and I'm going to go to jail. <laughs> I vey, what a mess it's going to be. I vey, what a mess. <laughs> I vey, so everybody follow Artie. Also follow him on Twitter, RDJ on the move, ArtieHoffman.com. Artie, thank you so much for coming on the, the show. You guys are the best. I really this enjoyed. Thank you so Artie, much. Artie, you're coming back. Awesome. We need more of this. It's fun. You're terrific. I really great. love you. You're a great guy. And Mazel Tov with everything. Oh, you and do. Happy New Year. Yeah, yeah happy, happy and a healthy New Year to you both and your family. Thank you so too. much. All right, Artie. See ya. Bye bye. Go the Jew with a clue. That's right. The Jew with a clue. Bye bye. Take care, guys. Hey, everybody like fun. loved him. Everybody what loved him. What a fun him. thing. I want to just do something. A Christmas gift from Jimmy Starr. He had this book made for me, and you can have it done also. It's about my dogs. It's about Shazam and Brandy, their road trip in Playland. Is that fabulous? And inside are cartoon drawings of my two dogs, what they look like, and it's a whole story about their traveling on the road. It's called Shazam and Brandy's Petlandia Road Trip. Right, and I don't know how you did it, but Jimmy, maybe you want to tell them. I Shows went to Petlandia.com. I saw it on Instagram. And in it, the two dogs go on a trip across country. It's wonderful. I and, love it. And um, you get to put your dog's pictures and names in it. And there's and an draw- engraving in it that says, To Ron Russell and Jimmy Starr, may this book always be a reminder of how much you, Shazam, and Brandy adore each other. I love my Brandy. And then Thank I also you. got him through the same place. I got him wrapping paper with Brandy on it and a coffee mug with Brandy on it. I'm absolutely insanely in love with my little girl, Brandy, my beautiful little OES sheep, miniature sheepdog. She's a, a bearded uh, terrier. She looks like a big ball of fur. You can't see her front or her back. She's just like Cousin It, remember, from the Adams family? And you can just... But you, you know guys- what I want to ask everybody out there? While we were talking with Artie, she was licking the rug. She does that all the time if we ignore her. If you're not making out with this mutt and having her in your arms, she licks the rug. What is that? You gotta like love it. So anyway, everybody in the chat room, we want to welcome. We want to welcome Goddess too, because this thing is getting all messed now, up. Now, so- Goddess, darling, listen to Goddess. me, my sweetheart, because you know we do love you. You've been our fan and friend forever. Don't let moving make a big deal, okay? It's just a friggin' move. It's not like they're tearing your pussy out, okay? Uh, we moved from <laughs> that hideous place called Pennsylvania to California. We, we have 10, 000, over 10,000 pounds, 11 or 12,000 pounds of furniture. I thought we had 19,000. 19,000 pounds of shit that we brought from 100 <laughs> years ago from all the moves. When we got here, our house wasn't ready. And the moving van would have been here in a day with all that stuff. What were we going to do? Oh, my God, it's got to go in storage. I know what happens when your furniture goes in storage. It breaks, it gets smashed, it gets roaches in it, all kinds of garbage. We didn't want it, so we had a nervous breakdown. It was a highly stressful time. The floors weren't in yet, the wooden floors. So what are we going to do? Put 19,000 pounds of furniture on concrete? Anyway, it had a way of working out. And now here we sit on the beautiful wooden floors in a nice house with 19,000 pounds of junk. So, honey, ease up. Don't, don't let it wreck your life. 
In fact, tell your fiance to have great sex with you, like three or four hours of sex, and then you won't be thinking of the move. Shazam's like barking. Let's let him bark. Shazam, stop, honey. He likes to bark. He's a big gorilla. He wants to come in. He's probably thirsty. So here's what we're going to do, you guys. First of all, we've got to do a quick commercial because we've got to call our next guest. You can hear us weekly, everybody, on W4CY Radio with the super talented Chad Murphy. That's me. We're on K4HD Radio in L.A., Monster FM Radio in New York, Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Pobby, and Audio Boom, Podomatic, Apple TV, and Spreaker. And on television, you can see us on Vimeo, Roku, YouTube, and Comcast On Demand through the Galaxy Global Television Network. Yay! So what we're going to do, I'm going to let the dog in, and while we're calling Jason, uh, we're going to play um, Jason Prince's video for the awesome song called Pistol in My Pocket. So I hope you guys will enjoy. So you got that, Chad? Uh, is, is, that, is, that a pistol, is that a pistol in your pocket, or are you just glad to see that, me? That's there exactly what it's all about. May West's quote. So here it is, everybody. Wait. Pistol in my pocket by the super talented Jason Prince. Ron. Where did I get this blonde bitch? Ron. Ron. Belly button. I got Belly button. Oh, I'm changing the fucking shirt because it's too much. It's going to be a turn on my phone. Pocket. 
There you go, Prince. There, uh, Jason Prince, pistol in my pocket. There you go, everybody. That was Jason Prince's pistol in my pocket. What happened, Chad? He's not online. It says. Oh, he's like. I thought he was in the chat room. She's he probably, is in the chat room. She's drunk. Jason, what are you doing? Jason, you gotta get online to be on the show, or logged on to Skype. Get on the show, bitch! Or I'm gonna smack you when I see you. Love her. She's so gorgeous, this bitch. <laughs> you have him, though, right? You have his, like, Skype, right? Uh, yeah. What was that? Mm, yeah, and even sent, like, a message yesterday about the video. So, yeah, this seems to be the right one. I'm sorry, I sent a message today, 9.36. She's, 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 a, she's a drunkard. Oh, yeah. And she's Spends most of time on the bottle. <clears throat> she's also a loose woman. He knows he's coming on. He's been <laughs> promoting it all over Facebook. It says he is online now, oh. and I sent a message to the radio station. Did you get a message from him? Uh, yes. Yeah, I got the message, but now she, his profile shows an empty green circle, so that he means he's offline. He says he's online now. Well, he wants to act like then. a star. He wants to be begged to be on that He says pitch. he's online now. All right, call in. All hey, right. Hey, Blondie, get your ass on our show. <clears throat> hey, Pat. Where is that creature feature? Hey, Pat. Pat Grant joined Here us in the comes. chat room. What's up, Pat? I changed my shirt, everyone. This is far more comfortable. Hello. Hello. Hey. Well, thank you so much hey. for being joined. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's got an elf hat on. Uh, chat. You like that? <laughs> when you come I've been sitting here with my Skype. Open. Yeah, it says you're online now. Uh, it says you're online now, but it didn't say. Before. All right. You, darling. Now, listen. Technology has never been my thing, boys. That's okay. Listen, bitchette, bitchette. When you come bitchette. to Palm Springs, I'm going to punish you. I'm going to throw you. I'm Don't going tempt him. I'm going to throw you naked in a back room of a sex club. Wait, wait, wait. Let me turn the radio off. Wait a second. Wait Jason's a second. like, that's torture. You know what I've got going on now, don't you? I've got <laughs> he's he's going on the, the background. All right, do an intro, the, Jimbo. Right, what did you say, Chad? So do your intro. Right, patience is a virtue. Here I am, boys. <laughs> Darling, you haven't any virtues. Yeah, and listen, have you noticed I've got my elf hat on, especially for Christmas? So ho, ho, ho. That's what you are, dear. Ho, ho, ho. Actually, Jason, Jason, say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hello to everybody in the chat room. And Eileen's um, in there. The chat room and was on Skype at the same time, but I must have pressed something wrong because Chad didn't come through. I had to call you. Mm. Oh, okay. Oh, everyone go. watching our show, this guy in drag is absolutely gorgeous and real looking. <laughs> and he uses a minimal amount of makeup. I mean, he, he's like his face with lipstick and he looks like a beautiful <laughs> woman. Really. When you go out, do people know you're in drag? They do because I'm six foot two and there's not, <laughs> a, lot of, there's not a lot of London ladies that are six foot two, dear. <laughs> well, couldn't you, couldn't you walk on all fours? <laughs> Uh, all fives, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Oh, he's good. This one's fun. This one's oh, a ride. Boys. 
Oh, oh, happy Christmas. It's so lovely you've asked me on your Boxing Day show. Yeah, thank you. Hi. It's so nice to <laughs> have you on the show. Did you, have a nice, did you have a nice Boxing Day? I've had a lovely three days of Christmas. And, and those of you that know me, some of you know me and some of you don't. My, my, you know, my dad's been poorly for the past year. And, no. um, and this Christmas has been the best health he's been in in weeks. And so we've just had a quiet Christmas. You know I'm an only child. So it was just me and my mum and my dad. We've had three days at home. Just Mum's been doing loads of cooking. I don't know how I'm going to get into my Miss Prince dresses in the new year. Mum's been doing loads of cooking. We've been watching all the family movies and we've had a real traditional christmas and you know what in the week leading up to christmas i had about five miss prince gigs and you know what it's like ron your your calves are aching aren't they you couldn't bear to you know it's flats all the way through christmas isn't it after that and um and in that week leading up i thought oh i don't know how i'm going to do another show i don't know how i'm going to do another show and i pulled all the shows were, were fantastic leading up to christmas and then christmas eve christmas day and boxing day i've been off and i've just vegged at home i've been with my lovely mum and dad and and it, honestly, we've had the most traditional, lovely Christmas that we've had in years. So thank you very much. How about you guys? Didn't you have lasagna for Boxing Day, I saw on your Facebook? Yeah, we just had, well, you, being a, an old Trumper myself, <laughs> I used to do four shows a weekend. Uh, two shows That's on right. Friday, two shows on Saturday. That's and right. by the Saturday night drink show, I was ready to commit suicide because enough already. You know, you're worn out, you're in drag, your tits are killing yeah. you, your legs hurt, your wig is bothering <laughs> you. The eyelashes, you can no longer see anymore because you're swollen. So yeah. you go on, you do your best. But yeah. now, now that I don't do drag anymore, but we do this, we become celebrity and we go to all these parties and people That's are constantly. No, it's not. It's boring. They take pictures <laughs> of you. You gotta, be, you have to be nice to everybody because you never know who they are. You got to, yeah. you know, it's such bullshit, Hollywood bullshit. So Christmas, I cooked a lasagna for Jimmy and our children, and we had a lovely. It was wonderful. Just to be quiet, Why no not? pictures. We didn't do pictures. Do you know what we're going to do? Um, my mum's going to cook a vegetarian dinner tomorrow because my friend, she's my, my best friend and my singing partner, Kelly Wilde. I don't know if you, did you hear the version of Fairy Tale of New York that we recorded, Jimmy? No, no I didn't hear no, that. No, that I haven't Just heard. Look it up on YouTube when we go, because there's been a big controversy here in England, of course. I don't know. Is it the controversy been over there as well? About? About? About using the word fag in, in Fairy Tale of New York. Okay. Well, of course, the, uh, the, the, I call them the loony lefty over here. They've all gone crazy about the word fag. And they've decided this year that Fairy Tale of New York, the original version by the Pogues with uh, Kirsty McCall, is been banned on the radio here in the UK. Can you believe it? Uh, well, we, you know, we, everybody we stupid every, shit here too. Everybody's copying America. America yeah. has gone crazy. Americans yeah. today are demented. These young yeah. shit asses that are growing up now have found that everything is politically incorrect. They think That's who the right. fuck they think who the fuck they are. They think they raise the most perfect children. They're the most perfect people. And I have a potty <laughs> and I have a potty mouth. And when they say to me, "Oh, Ron, you have a potty mouth," I say, "Fuck you." How's that for a potty mouth? Today. Yeah. We've lost, listen to me, we've lost the right of the freedom to say what we want. And this country, America, is built on freedom of speech. Right. And I'm a faggot, so I can say fag whenever I want. Yeah. Black people use the word you know yeah. what, and I'm not allowed yeah. to say because I'm not yeah. black. And they use it freely. Okay? Yeah. So all of you in England that think the word fag is very upsetting, 
It's a fucking cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, is when the song was originally written by the Pogues, fag didn't mean what it means now it's like you know years ago the word gay just meant that people were happy and they skipped around in the background of Oliver right. Twist you know right. so you know these names they don't even mean what they were meant when the song was written but also in the next but well the funny thing is of course is Kelly and myself got got asked to re-record Fairy Tale in New York a few years ago for the biggest gay record label called Almighty Records they've released records by Cher by Diana Ross by all of the gay icons have released their gay records with almighty records okay and kelly and me have been have been uh, artists i've been producers with almighty records for quite a few years and they asked us to come together and do fairy tale of new york which was the most unlikeliest gay record ever and ours of course went into the dance chart and stuff and so our version fairy tale of new york by kelly wilde and jason prince is actually a gay version so throughout all this controversy everybody's been using us in the argument online so people that have gone oh how can it be an anti-gay record when the biggest poof, the biggest fag the biggest fag ever in London, Jason Prince, is singing it with the biggest fag hag ever in London, Kelly Wilde on a gay label. So every time people have been arguing about it on Twitter or Instagram or on Facebook, people have been posting up our version from a I couple of years it. ago Almighty Records. But you should, you should look it up and play it on your show over Christmas sometime. Oh, we'll I play it, it gladly. Uh, you know what? It, it's, we've lost – not we – Many have lost their senses of humor because yeah. in my in my day, if you couldn't laugh at yourself, you were worthless because right. laughing at oneself is absolutely freeing yourself of whatever the problems that others That's create right. with you. So yeah. I didn't like it when the straight guys called me a fag. I used to beat them up to show them yeah. this fag. This is a tough old queen. But it's a tough uh, boot, yeah. among, <laughs> uh, among my gay friends. I mean, my friends Tony and Garrick, every time I see them, I call them putana faggots, you know. I mean, yeah, just, and I bet they are. They are. <laughs> and, you know, we go, we, go to, we go to big parties in Palm Springs, 80, yeah. 90, 100 people. And, you know, I walk around freely speaking like, oh, fuck that one. And they look, oh, my God, such a potty mouth. I said, listen, Mary, when you're on your knees at the glory hole in Macy's, you're not such a lady. <laughs> so don't tell me my mouth is potty when you the sit on a potty. Funny thing is. You know, I was in this big movie last year, Simon Napier Bell movie, 50 Years Legal. I told you about it last time we was on the show. Right. And, um, you know, I had lots of celebrities on it talking about their gay celebrities, talking about their time over the past 50 years in the UK since um, homosexuality has been partially decriminalized. And uh, but the ones I found most because these queens years ago. Yeah. 50 years ago, they had real problems. They weren't worried about someone calling them a fag, were they? So, like, they had real problems. You know what I mean? Like, being arrested, being blackmailed. Right, being really up. problem. Big problems. Proper, proper um, problems, not upset by somebody being called a fag. But my friend Lee Tracy, who I'm in panto, you know what pantomime is? You don't oh, have yes, it in America. We yes, we do. You know, it's, we certainly do. Oh, you do, do have it. We call it I'm not talking right? about a show when you and Jimmy have an argument, darling. No, 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 no. We're oh, talking it. No, it's called, oh, yes, he is. Wait, listen. <laughs> here it's called mime. Okay. No, it's a bit different. Ours is a real tradition of it. It is a bit of an English tradition. And for 15 years, I was in the Brighton pantomime, you know. 
at every every Christmas. It's a Christmas thing. And my friend who used to write and direct the pantomime, Lee Tracy, he's getting on a bit. He must be heading towards 80 now. And he was on this this, um, film with me with Simon Apia Bell. And his view was years ago when the Queens used to entertain all the straights and go into what we would called the working men's clubs which i don't think you had those in in america so much either but they were these smoke filled real working class you know it'd be like the uh whatever the the, the trade was in the town whether it be the mines or whatever up north you know real industrial towns and everybody in that town would go to the working men's club but all the acts would be like the queens and that like lee tracy the gays would be entertaining the <laughs> and funny enough they would quite often do <laughs> do what nowadays we wouldn't be allowed to do do what we'd call homophobic jokes but towards themselves and then not have a problem and because all the straights were laughing with them it made them less inclined to hate other gay people does that make any sense yes absolutely, absolutely. total sense did you know yeah. that eileen shapiro at christmas time does the christmas carol but she does her version she has what? pasties in a g-string and she spins around a christmas pole. <laughs> You always talk about Eileen. She came I over to last week and we went, she came all the way to London so that we could have a Thai meal. Did she let you grab her boobs? I can grab her boobs anytime. I know, and I, I do all the time. Out. Every time I see her, I do toning in, turning television, turning the station. I love her. <laughs> Eileen Shapiro is family to us. She's not even a friend. Yes, I know, and I love her too. And it was lovely seeing her last week. Yes. It was lovely. She- in the uk five days and it was for me it was between gigs to go and see her and um did she uh, did she behave when she was there was she behaving she behaved extremely well she had her godson with her who oh right so she had to be she had to behave yeah and then she had um sam stevens who went down sam stevens is a is a artist stroke personal friend oh good (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who is an old friend of mine of course and then we all um and everyone we else is- together we went to the studio to see everybody at the studio where i work and then we all went to the london museum here let you want a little bit of london information while we yes here. yeah i didn't know because I, I i didn't listen too much about things like history and that but x thousand years ago there were lions tigers and elephants roaming around in london did you know that no no i didn't know either so there you go i didn't know either i thought you're yeah your end of things with like the old saber-toothed tiger and everything looking out over san francisco and everything like that before it was there you know but i didn't think we had such historic big animals here or you've so, got a couple of animals there we, for sure. We know we had a song here, Baby It's Cold Outside. Everybody in the world has sang it. Barry Manilow, everybody oh, is now that's it. being banned. Isn't yeah, it? they're trying to they tried to get that one banned, which is the dumbest stupid shit and I've And you ever know heard. why? You know why? Listen to this. The lyric is, What did you put in my drink? Now that is an expression that we all used in the nineteen fifties. When okay. somebody made wait, listen up. This is what I want to get out to the world. When yeah. somebody made you a back then we drank um, scotch. Yeah. We'd say, "How much? What did you put in this drink? How much scotch?" That's what it means. It didn't right. mean drugs to it drug. It didn't the mean they was going to put road hit her. It. <laughs> Right, but because of because of Cosby and the rest of the pervs, now everybody's on the bandwagon that it's about yeah. rape. 
You know, half of the people that get raped want to get raped, if you want the truth. Don't go ah, out. You're so controversial. No, don't go out in the micro mini or clip cover without panties, and then you sit down with your legs open because you're going to. Somebody's finger's going to go up. All right? Do you think someone's going to put something in Miss Prince's drink on New Year's Eve? Hey, hey, you'd be happy. Hey, <laughs> Jason, what's, you. Jason, what's the name of this? The song has a video on YouTube. The one you just watched is Pistol in My Pocket. Yes. And what's the other it's, one? Well, uh, The Fairy Tale of New York, Kelly Wilde, and Jason Prince. Chad, see if you can find that. Now, The Fairy in New York you were talking about the is Aaron. The Fairy Tale of New York is Aaron Jason Paul, Prince right? and Kelly Wilde. No, it's, it's Aaron Paul. That's who you're talking about. <laughs> no, that's the fairy of New York. That's, yeah, that's the fairy tale. <laughs> <laughs> Another one of my special. <laughs> Don't you love Aaron? I love him. I Have you do ever met love him? him. I can't wait she's to a, see she's him. A, she's a Brit, you know. I know that, darling, because we knew of each other in a working way when uh, when he was in his uh, band, which we talked about last time, didn't we? And uh, we used to do a lot of the same venues and have the same. We used to know the same producers that we used to do our music with. And we were like ships that passed in the night. But I didn't get to know him properly, of course, until Eileen invited me over this year for uh, the New York Pride. And, uh, and then I got to know him extremely well because we didn't just share a hotel. We shared a hotel bed. That had to be right. And he to Times Square for the first time. I've never been yeah, to but Times Square. How, how, did you, how, did you, how did you sleep with Aaron? When he turned over, all his well, jewelry made so much back. noise. He lied back to back and put the winds up each other, dear. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying his jewelry must have kept you up all night clanging. No, I'll tell you what kept me up all night. Should I tell you what kept me up all night? The yeah. phone going, put up. Up on Grinder, yeah, that's oh. Grinder going off. <laughs> on Grinder was going mad because he was in Central New York on Gay Pride Day. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> we we were in a car just coming back from a show that we did about uh, a ghost hunt. A ghost hunt, and a ghost yeah. is flying by our car, and Aaron goes, "Oh shit!" There goes my Grinder, and the guy was at the <laughs> railroad. Wait, the guy was at the railroad station like ten minutes away. He wanted to meet him, so he said, "Oh, Ron, would you drop me off at the railroad station?" Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't let a trick go by he wasn't after ghosties he was after ghoulies it was hilarious though that his grinder was going off and we were in the middle of like a, an abandoned like psychiatric hospital, uh, hospital. with with eileen in with the all back. the phrases yeah eileen and Kadrosha were with yeah, us and eileen is smoking <laughs> that horrible automatic cigarette of hers you know making smoke oh so yeah I, yeah the vapor yeah. yeah i don't think it was a ghost i think it was eileen blowing smoke out the window <laughs> <laughs> it's some, so we had video. a ball. Listen to this, Jason. No lie, we have yeah. it on video. We had to climb over a big eight-foot fence. It was a cyclone fence, yeah. and Eileen's tits got caught on the top of the fence. I know you love. You're obsessed by her tits. Wait, they were hanging into the next yard. She was on one <laughs> side of the fence, and the boobs were hanging down on the other. While we were peeing ourselves, we couldn't breathe from laughter. <laughs> So somebody said, help the poor thing. So I jumped over the fence, and with my hands, I pushed both boobs up. And then <laughs> on the other side. Is Eileen online? There, is she in the chat room? Yeah, she's in the chat room. If you were there, you'd oh, be Eileen! She says, love you, Jason. Yeah, I love you too, darling. 
I love her. So the what most. do you got going on? 2019 is upon us. Like what what's the big thing getting ready to come up in 2019? 2019, for you? 2019, I've got my first um uh, you know I've been writing the album for the iconic artist Rosala. And yes. Rosanna's had a massive, massive. She's one of the biggest hits of all time with a song called "Everybody's Free." Everybody is free to feel good. Well, we've been writing the album, and uh, the record company have chosen the song that I've written with her to be the first single from the album. So that's going to be out on in the new year. Yeah, I'm really pleased. It's called "Turn on the Light." There's a clip of it on YouTube at the moment, but the full video hasn't gone on. But you can see a clip of it. Rosala, Turn on the Light. And I've written that. Oh, so I know that up. song. Turn on the light. Turn on. No, the you light. won't know it yet. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Turn on the light. I want to see how small it is. <laughs> it's slightly different, darling. It's slightly different. <laughs> slightly different. So, um, so I Rosala. I love you. I really do. She, she sung it the other day. Uh, she sung it the other day on Radio 2, which is the second biggest radio station, obviously, here in the UK. So I was very proud when she sung it on Radio 2. So I'm now officially a songwriter. I got my first check for PRS this week. Mm. And um, obviously, I like to go with things. You know, you know. for a long time, I was the, the, the boy singer from the scene for like 20 years. Then I went into DJing. Then I went into producing. And now I've gone into drag. And then finally... I've become a professional songwriter and I've had my first PRS check. It wasn't as many noughts on the end of it as what we'd hope, but maybe next year with Rosala, that might change. That's right, <laughs> it's going to change. It's going to be a great year for you. A great year. Now, she hasn't had a hit, though, in a long time, right? She hasn't had a hit in a while, but because the 90s are back in, she's on a stadium tour at the moment and she's been out in Spain and throughout Europe. And every night she's doing crowds of between 20 and 30,000 people. Woo! So her popularity has gone through the roof. And Good the fact for her. That they, if they pick up on this on Radio 2, because she did the Radio 2 um, Christmas party, the live party, and they broadcast it live. And that was the first time she'd sung my song that I wrote with her live. If um, if Radio 2 pick up on it, then we're laughing because the age group that listen to Radio 2 really is the over 40s, which would be her market because it'd be all the yes. people that I remember the first time around. And they're the people that go and buy albums. So fingers crossed. They don't really download, do they, those people that actually still no, go out buy. and buy. buy the yes. So fingers crossed they do well for us, yeah. Because, you know, of course, every time street, someone streams one of my songs, even if I've written it, I get 0.001 pence per yes. string okay so how much is a pence you've written an album and they go and buy the cds unless you're unless you know unless you're going to be like into the millions and millions and millions of streams like a, you know a top american rise like britney or something then you're not really ever going to see the money that you should have seen like years ago obviously when the people went and bought singles and vinyl how, how much is a pence in american money a pence in America is roughly a dollar's not so not so different to the pound now, is it? I mean, obviously, for a long time it was two dollars to the pound, wasn't it? But I noticed that when I came to America this year, virtually it wasn't that different, to be quite honest. The dollar and the pound, the pound's lost a lot of currency. As but how before. how much is a pence? A pence will be a dime, I guess. Is there a hundred dimes in a dollar? Ten dimes. Ten dimes. In a no, a pence would be a penny. Well, a pence is is a hundredth. Of a so pound, it's a, so it's, it's, a penny. it's a penny. It's, it's a our penny. penny. It's yeah. our penny. Yeah, when you stream music, it's something like it's something like it's less than a penny. It's like fifteen, um, like fifteen thousand downloads equals ninety nine cents or something. I mean, it's something so, terrible. So I have I have to tell I have to tell Aaron 
to up his prices from a pence to a quid. <laughs> that bitch. Is that bitch in the chat room? No, she she's here? not there, no. Where do I get him? We, we're due to go to New York as soon as the weather gets nice in the spring, because I won't go now. Well, I've come cold. to New York for New York Pride, don't I, again this year. And and we've all got to have... Now, now we've got Thanksgiving out of the way. We've got Christmas out of the way. Jimmy, me, you, and Eileen and the crew, we need to all actually plan the next Love is the Only Law video, don't we? Americans. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And we have to get all <laughs> to get be together either in Palm Springs or New York. And we have That's to party. Fantastic. We should yeah. try to go for New York pride because he's going to come over for oh, yeah, i want to go to new york pride, and, I, and i want to see mike mike grico and i want to see of course uh what's his name uh, who i love aaron and billy hess and oh billy hess and mark oh Madonna. we love billy as well i don't love we? billy billy has the best. Billy in new york and i, I don't want to leave out uh ymca what the hell is billy oh uh, uh Oh, I so, think he's he's agreed I to be on the doesn't he? The the guy from the well, uh, oh, he's gonna he's gonna kill us. Randy Jones. Randy, Randy Jones. Randy, How do we forget Randy. Randy's name? Randy, I'm sorry, honey. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you know, I'm seventy eight. I forget everything. There. <laughs> so we're gonna be in two thousand nineteen you're gonna have your new song coming out. We're gonna work on the American version of Love is the Only Law. Um you're gonna do any more movies? Well, I'd like to. I mean, I've only uh, that really I was asked to do the Simon Napier Bell movie because we've got a long term business relationship and a long term friendship, really. I mean, Simon signed me as an artist. Well, it'd probably be like 25 years ago now. And um, I was managed by him for several years. And then he was my my uh, yeah, my, really, my, you know, I was his protege. And then he put me with a with a girl singer, a black girl, and that was my first sort of success, my first sort of taste of success. And her name was Janice, and obviously me being Jason, we were Janice and Jason, which was like a black girl. Did you a have a hit? Friend. Did you we have had a hit song? moderate moderate dance hits. We we never went into the top ten, which was a shame. I would have loved to have had that big top ten with Janice when I was that age, you know. And um, but basically, no, we had an absolutely great few years, and uh, that was my first. But Real you're still a you're still advantage. a kid. You're still very young. I'm you look 45. Very young. I was 45 last week. You old. Oh, bitch. happy birthday! Happy you don't look, birthday! You look really young. You very old. <laughs> bitch. You old bitch. I'm you must look have young. Led a sheltered life. Boys. You and Aaron. You and you, Aaron you both look, can pass for like 25. Yeah, but Aaron is black and black don't crack. This one's as white as white could be. But he looks 28 years old. <laughs> you don't oh, look. Thank how much are you? Forty what? Forty five. I'm. 45. We missed his birthday. His birthday oh. was last week. Well, happy yeah, birthday, happy you birthday. old queen! You was going to have me on the show, actually. I I, told but you, I couldn't I, do it because I had a gig. Yes, I, I invited him to come on for our Christmas show with Aaron and everybody, but he had a gig, so we couldn't do it. Well, that's okay. He's on now. But <laughs> I I, on, I write on his Facebook page all the time how beautiful he is and that smile nice. when he when he dresses as a girl. I just love his pictures. Don't I always comment on your pictures you when you do? Dying, you're always so complimentary. It means a lot coming from you as well. Well, you're so beautiful. Oh, if you were an ugly Thank picture. You. <laughs> thought you were ugly he oh, wouldn't comment if, at all if, if you were ugly and i saw it's a picture so i'd say oh i love the dress <laughs> <laughs> and that's the Not end of the comment but when you smile as a blonde woman you are absolutely a girl you are not a guy at all it's amazing how little it takes to change you 
And there's a, well, there's the thing right is, is, I wear makeup even as a boy, so it's not that different, really. I still got my blonde hair and my makeup. It's not really that different. Miss no. Prince isn't that different from Jason, <laughs> but I don't put loads more makeup on no, than I do. Right, full slashes on some lipstick and some eyeshadow, and then it turns me into a girl. It's true. It's absolutely yeah. everybody go to his page on Facebook and you could see what I'm talking about. He's got lots of Prince, pictures. I've got a new page on Facebook, Miss Prince, actually. Yeah. Is it Miss Prince, M I S S or M R S? M I S S. I'm certainly not a Mrs. Darling. No. I've yet to meet Mr. Right, darling. If she was a Mrs. <laughs> if she were a married woman, she'd be a whore. I told but, you but I need I need a gorgeous, rich American man to keep me in the lifestyle that I've yet to become accustomed. Yet to become accustomed. So <laughs> I'm thinking Palm Springs could be a lovely place for me to move. Oh, you to. would love it. Oh, here. it's wonderful here. That's why I can't wait for Jimmy to become rich. <laughs> <laughs> Are you looking for a house boy? <laughs> Do I need to keep the hat on to apply? Look. You guys follow Jason on Twitter. He's at Jason Prince DJ. Are you going to have a Miss Prince Twitter also? Uh, I haven't got one yet, but yes, I'm Jason Prince DJ. Do you know what? I changed my job so many ch times. I'm either a, a singer, a songwriter, a, a television host, a drag queen. Now, you know, I'm I'm so confused that I've just left one Twitter. There you go. No, I can't keep everybody. Every day I got. Every time I go on Twitter or Facebook, I've got a different photo of me doing a different job, dear. <laughs> that that was like me, but in my day we didn't have media. I was an actor, TV actor, movie actor, drag queen, producer, director, writer. I, what else could I be? How else do you survive in this business? You can't. Well, I did because you Mark have to turn your hand to whatever work is there, and some years there's some work in some ways, and some years another. You know, I mean, I've always said if I could just get up on stage and sing every night like I used to when I was young, when singers were so popular on the circuit. That was the most popular thing on the circuit was to be a singer. This was before karaoke or X Factor or all these things, which are, now everyone thinks they're a singer. Absolutely. Professional, absolutely. But everyone thinks they're a singer. They get up and do three songs or two songs and, th and, and they think that they're a singer. And of course, when I started, it was three forty-five minutes in each venue. And you go around venue to venue to venue. And that's how I cut my teeth when I was like 17 years old, you know, well, 17. I, I supported myself. You've been to Mark's beauty salon, right? I I know Mark, but I I picked him up outside his beauty salon. Okay, I worked I worked one I worked one block down from there, a beauty okay. salon called La Jolie Femme, and that's yeah. how I survived working in theater and movies. You you know it's in between. You broke, so you needed yeah. to do something. So hairdressing kept me alive for many years. Yes, yes, yes. Everybody has to have another string to their bow. But I have been lucky that everything I do is within the entertainment you know, big right. business. So I'm very lucky that, that I go, you know, I do have my periods when not, not a lot's going on. Believe me, we all do in this business, don't we? But I try and, uh, then, then I'll do a bit of DJing for a while, or I'll try and do some stuff in the studio for a while. I try and to sort of adapt uh, and keep the myself only busy. Good, the only thing good, the only thing good about work between gigs, well, you just cut out. Was that? Say that again, because you just cut, cut out. out. 
gotta hurry. We got oh, like 30 seconds. I said the so only good thing it. about not working between gigs is you can have a facelift, a nose job, or something done, you know, to your face. Well, I would I haven't had anything done yet, but I will when I need yeah, to. You don't need to. You're gorgeous. You don't need to. I'm All, right, shows. All right, everybody, listen up. We <laughs> oh, wanna, we're finished. We, yeah, we're finished. We oh. want to. We want to thank Jason Prince for coming on the show. We want to thank oh, everybody thank in the chat room. Me. Um, we want to wish everybody a happy new year and, and enjoy the rest of the time with your, your mom and your father and Thank you. enjoy and your father it should get well. And we look forward Thank to it. He's, he's a lot. Well, this Christmas, he is and, good. And we're looking forward to doing a bunch of cool shit with you in 2019, Jason. So I thanks so much. And, Have I, a great and I can't one. wait to hug you in person. I can't right, wait to come Bye, Bye, everybody. See you, Jason. Bye, chat room. Everybody have a healthy, happy, and safe Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye, everybody.